There are over 10,000 species of birds in the world, categorized down into 249 different families. One of these families is called Teradridae. Hello and welcome to the World of Birds podcast. I am your host, Kayla Fisk. This is a podcast featuring the great diversity found throughout the bird world, including unique behaviors, adaptions, habitats, and everything in between to help educate others and inspire action to help protect and conserve these amazing species. The family Teradridae consists of plovers, lapwings, and dotterels. There are 68 species and 10 genera total in this bird family. In general, larger species were classified as lapwings, while the smaller species are called plovers or dotterels. But there are two distinct genera in this family, with most lapwings being in the genus Vanellus and with most of the dotterels and plovers in the genus Teradrinae. Birds in this family are small to medium-sized, with compact bodies and short, thick necks. Their wings are usually pointed, but most lapwings rounded wings instead. Most parts of these birds tend to be very short, from having short tails, short straight bills, and short toes. Even their hind toe may be very small or even absent depending on the species. They also usually have a round head with a steep forehead and large eyes. They're typically a range of black, white, gray, and brown with bold patterns, usually with either dark rings around the neck or strong facial markings or boldly marked black and white wings. Most males and females look exactly alike. They are found worldwide except for Antarctica. They can range in size from the smallest, being the collared plover, up to the largest, being the masked lapwing. The collared plover is the smallest in this family. They are only about 7.1 inches long and weigh about 35 grams. This small plover can be found along coasts and riverbanks in parts of Central and South America. At the other end of the size spectrum in this family is the masked lapwing. They are the largest at a length of up to 15 inches long and live in parts of Australia, New Zealand, and New Guinea. Their habitat can range from open areas such as grasslands farmlands, and even deserts. But most will be found in habitats close to water, along shorelines, both fresh and salt water. Many species do tend to take advantage of human-altered environments, such as agricultural lands, golf courses, gravel roads, and sometimes even rooftops. Depending on the species, some will prefer different habitats, for example, lapwings tend to prefer to be near freshwater. Golden plovers also prefer to be around freshwater, while the black-bellied plovers will mostly be found near coastal areas. When foraging for food, this bird family tends to hunt by sight, 
rather than the other long-billed shorebirds that tend to hunt with their bills. Their typical diet tends to include aquatic and terrestrial invertebrates, such as crustaceans, insects, mollusks, worms, and some plant material. Berries are also an important food source for birds that inhabit the frozen tundra, where insects may not be that plentiful. When actively foraging, they tend to use a run-then-pause technique, unlike the other shorebirds who tend to steadily probe for their food with their bills. This technique tends to look like them rapidly running, stopping, looking around, and then hopefully grabbing their prey. A behavior of rapidly padding or stamping the ground to reveal potential prey is often seen in many different species in this family. Species in this family include both migratory species and resident species. Most do tend to be semi-gregarious while migrating and when at their wintering grounds, meaning they form small to large flocks to forage and roost together. While they're most often seen running along the ground, they are also strong and graceful flyers. They can be both active at night or during the day. Also, most do tend to be very vocal. Sometimes their vocalizations have even led to their given common name. The killdeer is a perfect example of this. Most in this family also have socially monogamous mating style. Others, such as the northern lapwing, are polygenous, which means that males will mate with several females. Then, others, such as the mountain plovers, have a multi-clutch system that goes along with a sequential polyandry, which means the first clutch is cared for by one male, and then the female will re-nest with a new male in the same season. The family Teratoridae will lay two to four eggs, usually in a shallow scrape on the ground. A scrape is really just a small dent dug in the ground. The eggs and following chicks are usually cryptically colored and camouflaged to protect them from predation. They then are incubated for approximately 21 to 30 days. Both parents typically incubate the eggs, although the male and female may vary in how the incubation period occurs by species and sometimes within the species. For example, some may have an incubation period of 24 hours each, while others may change incubation duties up to 20 times a day. Teratridae are also known for being very protective over their eggs and young. The parents will protect their young by using an alarm call, perform a distraction display where they will usually feign having a broken wing to lure a potential predator away from their eggs and young, and may even attack the threat. They are also precocial. Once they hatch, they are generally walking and even running within hours. They don't even rely on the parents for food. They are able to catch food and feed themselves. They mainly rely on the adults for warmth and protection. 
The two main genera in this family are Tradrius, the ringed plovers, and Phenellus, the lapwings, which make up 56 of the species. Plovers are the birds in this family that most people in North America are familiar with. There are 10 species found in North America and 37 found worldwide. The Tradrius plovers tend to have a dark breastband, either complete or partial, with a white forehead that has a dark line connecting from the bill to their eyes. There are seven dotteral species and are distributed through several genera. They can be found in South America, Australia, New Zealand, and Europe. Lapwings are in genus Vanillus and consists of 24 species and have a general appearance of having a broad black band near the tips of their tails and a white band at the very end is also often present. Only one species does not follow this trend and it is the white-tailed lapwing which, as its name implies, has a solid white tail. All except two species also have a distinctive black and white wing pattern. Characteristically, their primaries are black with a wide white wing stripe extending across their secondaries and secondary coverts. Many species can have colorful wattles and spurs on their wings. These spurs are sometimes used as weapons to defend their territory and nests. Lapwings are found throughout most of the world, except North America and, of course, Antarctica. Most lapwings seem to be found in Africa. A unique species in this family, though, which actually belongs to its own genus, is the ribill. The ribill has an odd bill that is curved to the right. They will use this bill to get mayfly larvae and fish eggs from the underside of stones. In this group of birds, six are near threatened, five are vulnerable, two are endangered, and one is critical. Some of their main threats are introduced predators, hunting, land use changes, and habitat loss. Habitat loss comes in a range from either destruction of wetlands and coastal development. The one critically endangered species, the Javan lapwing, has not even been recorded since 1940 and may actually be extinct. And please remember, if you're on the beach and other shorelines, to be respectful of these little birds as they try and get their food. Their available habitats are getting smaller and smaller because we, as humans, value that same area for recreational use. And as more and more people are present, it severely impacts these little birds' chance of survival from either having a harder time finding food, being chased by people and off-leash dogs, and also litter and pollution. So please, share the shore and give them their space. And with that, I wrap up this little episode about the bird family Teratridae. And I hope you enjoyed it and learned a few things about this group that contains plovers, dotterels, and lapwings. If you did enjoy this episode, 
please feel free to share it, leave a review, or follow this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Califest Birds. Thanks for listening, all you lovely bird nerds, and have a great day.